Hello, everyone. It's been a while, and I am sitting here the week between Christmas or any holiday you're celebrating and New Year's. And this week is always such a weird time because it's like, is like, am I working? Am I off of school? Should I be productive? Should I go to brunch today? It it just sort of feels all over the place. So I really wanted to get in an episode before Christmas and then that didn't happen. We ended up traveling to Colorado and it was just a lot going on and I didn't have the brain space to give this episode the care and thought that I really wanted to put into it. So I sit here on December 29th and looking forward to 2022, but also looking behind to 2021. And when I think about our 2021 All Things Montessori experience, it's really in a lot of different directions. And it sort of shows you how my life has been in a lot of different directions. As I look back at it, it's sort of like a timeline, but at the same time, I can tell that I've really been doing some soul searching through 2021. So before I go through each episode and talk about how wonderful they were, I really want to be honest with our community and give you guys an update um, and just talk openly about what I've been going through because I'm curious if any of you have been through something like this before. So I, you know, when I got my Montessori training, I was completely enamored. I still am. But I mean, that training year, I was just I was truly captivated by the method and couldn't see straight, basically. And then, you know, it's you're in this sort of idealistic world in the training center. And it's great. Like you're learning from the most incredible human beings and getting to practice and making lifelong friendships. And it's just absolutely one of my favorite years of my life. And then, you know, getting in the classroom was a huge wake up call to reality. And one thing that I didn't really understand about myself until I got in the classroom was my own mental health struggles. I had always known that I had anxiety and I was a worry wart and all those sorts of things, but I didn't really understand my pretty big struggle with perfectionism and with, you know, with failure. So I had a really hard time being a first year teacher, as you can imagine, because some things weren't going great or they didn't go exactly as I thought they should be going. And I took that to heart. And it didn't matter how many times someone told me not to worry about it or that, oh, it's just a six-year-old they don't remember, or it's not a big deal, it's just elementary school. I took all of that so personally, and it really messed with me. It really made it hard for me to be vulnerable. I remember the place that I felt safe was music because I felt that, well, I can teach music because I know it. But in my struggling areas like history or math, I felt so, I was just terrified I was going to fail. And it got easier in some ways, but also it got a little bit more intensely on the negative side when it came to, you know, students performing and parent pressure and all of that sort of, all of those things. And I reflect on that now because my three years in the classroom, I was a disaster with my mental health. 
I was so anxious, but I was also so happy. It's this weird dichotomy where I, I love being in the classroom because you're present and you're there and you're so excited and children are just so pumped to learn about just anything. And it's such a beautiful, simple, just a magnificent way to look at the world. And I loved my students and I, I absolutely adored my time, but I really was struggling in myself. And of course, I was in therapy at the time, but I hadn't found like my person yet. So, you know, I, I, I started to blame a lot of my mental health stuff on teaching. I started to say, oh, well, I don't want to be in the classroom. That's that's why I'm anxious or, oh, like it's the teaching. That's why I'm worrying or panicking. So I just sort of blamed it on that, which is a big reason why I left. I left the classroom to go into the administration, which I actually loved. It was so fun. I was the communications and marketing manager and I I needed to step out of the classroom. That is 100% sure because I needed to step away to see and reflect and to notice that my mental health stuff was still there. So, you know, after my stint in the admin, my husband and I moved and I did an online school for upper elementary Montessori students. And I think it was a great reintroduction to the classroom for me because it, I mean, while it was virtual teaching, it wasn't a dream scenario. It was great because I could work with these upper L and sort of remember how much I loved teaching. And I remembered, you know, oh, I'm actually good at this. I love working with kids. I, I love it. So that was, that was pretty fascinating to experience that reminder And all the while I was getting my yoga teacher training at the same time, and that's true teaching. So while I was, quote, not in the classroom, I was teaching virtually and learning to be a yoga teacher, doing two types of teaching things, and I didn't even realize it. I've been on sort of a soul-searching journey over the past mm, almost a year, actually. So when 2021 started, I just did not know what I wanted to do. As a lot of you know, Jamie has uh, founded Rising Tide Montessori and Sea Lavender Montessori. It's just absolutely amazing. And I thought that was where my path was going to take me. And it turns out that wasn't the right path for my personal life, my family life. And it just, that wasn't the right path. And then, you know, my husband was finishing up grad school and we knew we were going to move down to Charlotte. And I thought, okay, fresh start, no problem. And I got to tell you, moving somewhere for someone other than yourself really threw me for a loop. I love my husband so much. Love him. And I support him fully. He's my best friend, right? But man, I had never experienced that before. Moving somewhere, uprooting my life for someone else than me being a little bit, you know, floundering and not knowing what to do. And that really, really was hard for me. All the while, um, back in February, I found my therapist who I'm still with, who is just an amazing, amazing human being and has helped me this whole time. But I got to tell you, my whole thing about my mental health stuff, right? Like I can't go back in the classroom because of my mental health. I can't go back in the classroom. Just blaming it, blaming it, blaming it on that. It's really unfair. And I was started applying to all these kind of like corporate jobs, things like that, which are not me at all. And I sit here today, because I just accepted a job at an amazing Montessori school here in Charlotte. And I'm so happy. It's been such a hard year. I think it's been a hard year 
for a million different reasons. I keep, I don't even know how many there are. But for me personally, which is why I felt compelled to talk to you guys today, it has been one of the hardest years of my life. I have never self-doubted and been so self-critical and just been so sad ever. But I got the help that I needed. And now I'm going to start 2022 working in a Montessori classroom again. And I am so excited. I'm so excited and I can't wait to talk to everyone about it. It's going to be so great. So now that you've heard my sob story, (laughs) I'm just going to talk through just the episodes that we did over this year. Oh my gosh, they were so awesome. So, you know, I started that teacher series this year. We did a lot of fun things, you know, catching up with Jamie about sea lavender. We started off in January. uh, We interviewed Julia and Hamed. They're two Montessori guides who are also married. We had an awesome episode about how to talk to elementary children, you know, how to, how to get through to them through language. We talked about yoga with children. As all of you know, that's one of my passion areas. We recapped Jamie's amazing talk at the refresher course about a Montessori approach to history and the really important work that we need to do in that section of our classroom. We talked through cooking with children, another one of my absolute favorite things to to do with kids, reading aloud, singing with children. In April, I got the chance to start the teacher series, something I still can plan to continue. I love it. If you have anyone who wants to be interviewed, please send me an email. I started off with my good friend, Sarah, who's an upper elementary teacher. Then I talked with my friend Carly, who's in lower elementary. I got the great Great honor to talk to two Montessori dads who founded Sapling Supply. Talked with my good friend, Sarah Loden, about primary. Talked to another good friend of mine, Catherine, who does 6 to 12 elementary in a year-round school out in Kansas. Talked with my friend, Becky, a primary year-round guide as well. Talked through Montessori dance with my dear friend, Kay, down in Australia. Talk through getting ready for the school year with Jamie. I got the great chance to talk to Tracy Gruy, an amazing toddler and infant expert. Oh, wow. That was such a fun conversation. Talk through Learning Beautiful with Kim Smith. She's the founder of Learning Beautiful. That's such a fun episode because they combine computer science and Montessori. So cool. We celebrated two years of all things Montessori in October. I got the amazing opportunity to talk with Shelby Kretz all about social justice. That was one of my absolute favorites. Simone Davies came on the podcast. She's the woman behind the Montessori Notebook. Then finally, we had the power of language with Diane Nickerson. Oh, wow. What a cool year it's been. It's been so fun to talk to experts all around the globe about Montessori It's also been fun receiving all of your emails, support, and love. Thank you so much. And I want to leave you guys um, with a few thoughts just from my own experience. If you're having a hard time in the classroom and feeling like your mental health is in trouble or at a lower level than you'd like it to be, please know that you're not alone. And please know that reaching out for help is the best thing that you can do. Also know that children are one of the best they are one of the best cures for a bad day. They also can they can also cause your bad day. But sometimes just looking at a child learning something or looking at a child discovering or ugh, singing a song, reading a book, it's pretty fantastic. And then also, you know, it's never too late to reevaluate where you are. 
see how it's going in the classroom. How do you feel? Are you excited? Do you want to get another training? Do you want to do upper L instead of lower L? Do you want to stay where you are? Do you want to revamp one of your sections? There's so many things that we can do. But also it's important to remember that you are amazing just the way you are. And the work that you're doing is so very important and so valued by so many people in the world. And also, you know, hang in there. The pandemic is still here. There was a time on the podcast where I was like, oh, it's over. Just kidding. It's definitely not over. And I I am with all of you. I send you all the support and love. And remember that I'm always here for a chat, an email exchange, anything like that. Never feel like you can't reach out to me. I will respond and I truly love hearing from you. And happy almost 2022. Let's make it an amazing year. Thanks for listening.